the Lord a hand praise. He's worthy. Oh, you can do better than that. Give the Lord a hand praise. Not a tip praise, but a hand praise. Help me up in here, somebody. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Won't you pray with me now? Almighty God, as I stand before your children, Lord, I ask that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength, my healer, my protector, and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I give praise and thanksgiving. Oh, glory to God. Let the church say, Amen. 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 I understand there is an alarm going off. It's off. Someone's car, okay. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. You do mighty things in mighty ways. I give you credit for everything, including stopping alarms on cars, amen, on a Sunday morning outside of our church. Come with us now to the New Testament Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 4. Mark 4, verses 35 through 41. Mark chapter 4. Verses 35 through 41. And I ask that you stand for the reading and the hearing of God's holy word. Listen now for the word of the Lord. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing. He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Amen. The word of God for the people of God. God. You may be seated. As you sit today, as always, look at someone and smile. Glory to God, glory to God. You're going to have kind of two titles today. 
Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. We, will we will survive the storms of life. Look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. Storm, alert. storm alert. Amen. The scripture starts out with these words, on that day. That day, that day. The day that Jesus had been teaching his disciples the word of God. They were learning about the meaning of having faith in God's kingdom. And so when the lesson was over, now Jesus would give them a practical test to see how much they had really learned. <laughs> One with me now. After all, you know, the hearing of God's word is intended to produce faith. Romans 10 and 17 says, so faith comes by what is heard and what is heard comes through the word of God. So Jesus just set the stage for the test. Set the stage for the test to be given. And the test was to be given in a storm. He took the disciples on a little boat ride. Now the boat was a very familiar thing for them because they were fishermen. There was nothing they didn't know about a boat and the sea. Mm -hmm. That says, beloved, that, that sometimes, sometimes Jesus will set up our test in very familiar places mm -hmm. with very familiar people. Or you might expect your test to come through somebody you've not known that long. <laughs> but your test, but your test may come through somebody that you nursed from your breath. Come on, come on, come on. You took the basketball practice games. You spent your money on, took them to school every morning, fed them, clothed them, and housed them. Our test may come from people who've been in the church all their lives, people who smiled at you and pretended to be your friend. I'm just, I'm just talking to you. Tests come in similar and familiar places. That's why they are so hard to take. Be easy if somebody turned it back on you that you didn't know or that you didn't like. So mm -hmm. praise God. I'm through with them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Love you from a distance. But most tests come from people that you know and places that you know and surroundings that are familiar in your home, on your job, in your school. Hallelujah, God. Don't you know about storms that come? The Bible says why the disciples were on a boat. Doing what they did best. The word says a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped and the disciples were frightened. They were scared to death. The storm described here must have been especially a bad storm, especially fierce if it frightened experienced fishermen like the disciples. And even though they found themselves in a storm, oh yeah, the storms of life were raging for them. There was at least three good reasons why none of them should have been 
disturbed. Mm -hmm. Even though the situation was bad, look at your neighbor and say, remember, this is a test of faith. Look at your other neighbor say, it's just a test. So first, beloved, they should not have been so scared if they had just remembered, remember, if they had just remembered the words that Jesus had just spoken out of his mouth. Jesus had promised that they were going to the other side. That's what he said. He said, let us go across to the other side. Now, if Jesus said, let us go across to the other side, that's what was going to happen, amen, amen? They were going across to the other side. You, you must know that you know that what Jesus says, he means. Somebody say amen. What Jesus says, he will do. What Jesus says will happen, will happen. The disciples had forgotten what Jesus said. Oh, maybe they just didn't believe what he said. Back then he spoke to his disciples in person. Now he speaks to us from his word and many of us don't even like to hear the word of God. When Jesus says, I will be with you always, believe that. Beloved, believe that, beloved. When he says, do not fret or be anxious about anything, believe what he says. When he says he will give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, take thy authority and believe what he says. When he says that he is on our side, we need to believe what he says. Said. Mm -hmm. If Jesus said it, that does it. Amen. Believe it. Amen. But listen, first Jesus told the disciples that he would take them, that they were going across to the other side. But, 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 but he didn't promise them an easy trip. Uh-oh. He said, we're going to the other side. He didn't go into any particulars about how we were going to get there. He didn't give them a time frame, but he did promise them a guaranteed arrival to their destination. Well, let me say that again. He didn't promise them an easy trip. He didn't give them a, a time frame, but he did promise a guaranteed arrival at their destination. Jesus said, we're going there, we're going there. I don't know what's going to happen on the way, but we know that the destination is going to happen. One day, one time, sometime, somehow. Yes, the Lord said he would prosper you, boy. That's what he said. I know you ain't even got change in the ashtray now, but he said he's going to prosper you. I know your bills need to be paid, but God says he will prosper you. The Lord said that by his stripes you are healed. He didn't say you wouldn't be sick. In fact, you got to be sick to be healed. Glory to God. Look at your neighbor and say, we just got to stop tripping. 
We gotta stop tripping, just tripping about every little thing that happens, Lord. We are the most whining Christians I have ever seen in my life. The devil is a liar. He wants to mess with me. We need to just keep pushing. Amen. Praying as if something, praying until something happens. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, All good stuff is coming. Now, let's see, let's see. First, they were scared because they didn't believe what Jesus said. And secondly, they were scared. Scared? Look at your neighbor and say, don't be scared. They were scared, and Jesus was on the boat with them. What in the world? First, he said, we're going to the other side. And then he's not on the shore. He's in the boat with them, and they still afraid. They had already seen his power demonstrated in his miracles, so they should have had complete confidence and faith that he could handle any situation. When the storm came up, somebody should have said, man, don't be so scared. Jesus is on the boat with us. No, but Christians, we think it's not cute to talk about Jesus when people are in trouble. You know, we like drama today. We like drama. Ooh, that's just what we do sometimes. God has brought us through situations that we thought we wouldn't even get out of. He's helped us through some tough times. He saved us from dangers, seen and unseen, and yet, when we get in the storms of life, we start to freak out because we forget what he's already done for us. If he did it yesterday, he'll do it today. If he does it today, he'll do it tomorrow. He's the same God. And so, finally, they should have been cool because they saw that Jesus was perfectly at peace in the midst of the storm. Oh, Lord have mercy. The fact alone, that fact should have encouraged them. And instead of looking at each other, uh-oh, I'm finna. I'm going back on home. I'm being bi-dialectual now. I'm finna. I'm finna. I'm finna step on some toes now. Because we listen to people before we listen to the word. And then we listen to people who don't even know the word. I'm sorry, you know, if I just don't listen to you, it's because, uh, it's because I'm just not listening. I want to be encouraged by the word of God 
and by people who are godly. Instead of looking at each other, they should have been watching Jesus because Jesus is such a wonderful example for us to follow. That's why it's so important to know the Bible because if you know the word of God, you know that there's nothing we could go through that Jesus won't tell us how to go through it because God himself has been through it with us. He owned the boat with us. Hallelujah. God, he's been through all we could think about. Jesus was in God's will and he knew that the father would take care of him. Yes, yes. So he took a nap. <laughs> Jesus went to sleep. <laughs> he didn't go to sleep in the calm of the night. He didn't go to sleep when things had been all right. He didn't go to sleep when everybody was in the house and everything was undercover. He didn't go to sleep then. Jesus went to sleep <laughs> during the storm. When the storm was raging, he was asleep while the storm was tearing things up. There was a serious storm and Jesus went to sleep. Jesus slept in the storm because he was truly secure in the will of God. Jesus knew the word and so he said, Psalms 480 said, I both lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me lie down in safety. So Jesus just took a nap while the storm was raging. People screaming, boat rocking, water coming in, rain pouring, boat nearly turned over, nearly capsized. And Jesus was what? Asleep. Beloved, the next time we get ourselves in a situation that we feel is killing us, instead of crying our hearts out, Go to sleep. Look at your neighbor and say, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Good, you're getting on my last nerve. <laughs> go to sleep. Listen, they were on the boat with Jesus. Folks were running and scrambling, trying this and that, using every technique they knew about boats and about storms, and nothing was working. And Jesus was sound asleep, child of God, child of God. You, you, you just may be thinking this morning, what in the world could have awakened Jesus if all of that didn't wake him up? What in the world? Oh, wait, Jesus. Well, I'm glad you need to know that because I came to tell you what woke Jesus up. What woke Jesus up from a deep sleep. Jesus woke up when he heard his disciples, his children, crying out for help. Jesus woke up when his children ran to him and cried out, Lord, don't you care? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't be so cute and sophisticated that you can't cry out. Jesus, don't you care? Somebody needs to say, Lord, I can't take much more of this. 
Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, oh, whether, whether shall I go? Somebody says, I need thee. Oh, oh, I need thee every hour. Good God am I. I need thee. Oh, bless me. Bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. When Jesus heard his children crying out, now that, that woke him up. The wind didn't wake him, the water didn't wake him, the waves didn't stir him, the rain didn't move him, the lightning and thunder didn't disturb his sleep. Oh, ah. But when his children opened their mouths and cried out, hearing his children call his name Jesus, now that, that woke him up. Oh, beloved, remember that whenever you cry out his name, Jesus gets up. Oh, you know what happens if somebody cries out, Mama, you go to running. Same thing happens if somebody says, Jesus, he comes running. He comes running. Lord Jesus, don't you care that we perish? Hear me today. When we cry out to Jesus, Look at your neighbor and say, he does something. He does something. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Open your, Open your mouth. And holler. 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And then check this out, check this out, check this out. They failed their test. But he didn't scold them when they ran into the room because he could see how fearful they were. They cried out to him. And Jesus rose and rebuked the storm. And immediately there was a great calm. Oh, as it is in the spiritual, so it is in the natural. Something about calling out his name that'll just give you a peace that passes all understanding. Ooh, a calm that you could have never imagined. Jesus said, peace. Be still, see? And it was after he had calmed the storm. After, after he had calmed the storm. And he asked them, why are you so afraid? Have you no faith? Mm. Why are you so afraid? Have you no faith? See, beloved, it was after Jesus said, peace be still, that he questioned them. Because the Lord wants us to get a grip. Calm down. Stop tripping. Dry your tears. Stand up straight. And then after we, we're all together, 
Jesus said, now I can talk to you and you can hear me. Oh, saints of God. Hear me today. Our greatest problems are within us. Not in the storms of life. Not in the people around us. That's why Jesus gently rebuked them and called them, Man, a little faith, our greatest enemy, beloved, is our lack of faith in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I've said to you many times as we talk about faith, we have more faith in an airline pilot than we do in God. See, when you step on a plane with somebody you don't know, that's faith. We have more faith in people who cook at El Polo Loco. <laughs> than we do in God. Cause you get that food at the window, don't know what happened to it between there and this mountain, and you eat it. That's faith. Believing that everything is all right. Faith is sure of some things. Faith knows there is no problem Jesus cannot solve. Faith. No, there, there is no wrong. Jesus came right, no down. Jesus came up, no wet, he came dry. No mess, he came clean up. No burden, he came lighten. No torn, he came mend. No night, he can't day. No ugly, he came beautify. There is nothing, nothing that we go through in this life that Jesus will not respond to when we call. His name. We so quick to yell out, Tyrone. Tyrone can't take care of Tyrone. No, can't take care of you. There is nothing we can go through in this life that Jesus will not respond to when we call out his name. Jesus, in the midst of what's going on in the world today, I'm not ashamed to say, Lord, I, I need you now. There's a song, let me, let me, let me sing. Smoke in Norfield says, I need you now, not a second or another minute, not an hour, another day, but at this moment, with my arms stretched out, I need you. I need you, Lord, to make a way. Yes, yes, yes. I need you to make a way. I stretch my hands to thee. Come, rescue me. I need you. Right away. I need you now. I need you now. Not an hour or another day. Right now, I need you right now. 
I need thee. Show me. 